Care Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the best-selling book, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And my intention is to help inspire you and empower you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether that's radiant health, prosperity, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. And if you happen to be a light warrior or highly sensitive person, you've come to the right place. I do have a free gift for you if you don't already have it. It's called the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide. It's a free PDF you can download on SensitiveSoulGuide.com. And I'm super excited for you to check it out uh, because it's talking about the three ways that you can start feeling more positivity, uh, more peace, and more personal power. Cool or cool? Okay, so today's radio show, we are going to be interviewing Tom Palladino, who is an expert in scalar energy. Now, I know there's different names for energies and frequencies and things in the universe, and one of the things that was pretty new to me uh, not that long ago as a medical doctor was the idea that... Oh, it's very quantum physics, but that that frequency that you can actually capture the frequency of positive things and deliver it to the body. For example, we have various different uh, healing modalities uh, like balancing by numbers and Anahata codes, where you can download the Fibonacci sequence or the frequency of a particular positive item, such as, for example, the essential oil of rose. So you can download that frequency to your energetic body and receive that. Uh, on the other hand, we can also pull negative frequencies out of our bodies as well. And so classic healing modalities like that would be, let's say, the body code or the emotion code, where we can pull those negative frequencies, erase them, if you will, out of the body field. So we also know from some of our other uh, people that we've interviewed, such as Dr. Uh, Thompson, Jeffrey Thompson, related to music and frequency related to the audible spectrum, that there are a lot of things that can happen when you have harmonious frequencies delivered to the body, especially when it's in your own voice in the frequency that is your home frequency that you can automatically heal, cool or cool. So today we're going to be talking specifically about, because uh, because of the whole arena of the coronavirus and you know, April 2020, um, how we can use frequency to disrupt the activities of pathogenic influences. So, for example, viruses, bacteria, things that might make someone sick. Now, in Chinese medicine, you may or may not know, the idea is that we want to make the body as strong as possible, right? And we can use frequencies to improve the quality of the energetic body, therefore the quality of the physical body. And uh, in this case, we're talking about today with Tom about what the possibilities are and how we can treat or even cure pathogenic infections, uh, even without the usual in Western medicine, which is like, you know, antivirals or antibiotics, you know, things like that. Um, and so we're going to be talking about scalar energy, what that means. He's been a longtime researcher in this field. Um, and, uh, you know, some people really don't know the term uh, scalar light. So I think this is going to be really great uh, to talk to Tom about that. Um, he's been researching it uh, even during his undergraduate years. He's been inspired by Nikola Tesla and a lot of other scientists and quantum physics. And uh, so he basically has been studying this for a very, very long time as one of the foremost experts in, in this. So welcome, Tom. Hello. Hi, doctor. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you. I just want to let folks know if they had a question for you relative to this topic, they can give you or us a call 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up. Uh, also, you can put your question in the chat, which I'm going to open up right now. So folks that are on the line, if all the technology is working today. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. So we're going to open up the chat. And if you have a question for Tom while we're going through this, you can also write your question there, and then I can share that with Tom. So, Tom, tell us a little bit about your history. Like, uh, you know, I knew a little bit about uh, how you got into that, but maybe give us some more detail about okay. how you got into this. Sure. Thanks for the invitation to speak so much. Um, what do I do? I work with scalar light. This is a, an independent research on my part. And the reason I say that is it's a poorly understood topic. It is an emerging science. If you're looking for a university curriculum on scalar light, scalar energy, you will not find it. It's, it's that much avant-garde. It is groundbreaking. 
So throughout my life, I, I fashioned myself to follow in the footsteps of a great inventor, Nikola Tesla. Nikola Tesla was the first man, in my estimation, to harness scalar energy um, by way of instrumentation. And what he was able to achieve has never been duplicated today. So his work really stands out as, as um, a model, if you will, as to what is the potential of scalar energy. So long story short, I am a scalar light researcher. What is scalar light? It's chi or prana. Some people call it today zero point energy. It is not electricity. And I have immersed myself in this science of scalar light. And I've spent the greater part of my career trying to understand it and then bring it to the attention of mankind. Wow, that's really cool. Now, when you were in school, when you were like say in grade school or high school, I mean, did you, were you really into science, or did something happen where you suddenly got interested in Nikola Tesla's work? It, yes, as a youngster, I was reading about Tesla. I, I was a voracious reader. I still am. And when I read about Tesla and his work, I knew that it was different, and I knew that his accomplishments, even to this day, have not been. Uh, uh, repeated. For what reason? Tesla was working with specific type of instrumentation. He's not working with electricity. The latter part of his life, he was working with scalar light, which is an energy spectrum that is much more versatile and really provides you consummate control over nature. So I decided to make a career pursuing the work of Nikola Tesla and in some way trying to reverse engineering what he accomplished in his day. Uh, I will say this, Scalar light offers so much greater promise than that of electricity. And the world eventually will see the merit of working with this other type of energy, scalar light, as opposed to electricity. Mm. Now, are there uh, other, like, either conventional or non-conventional researchers out there that are, you know, looking at, you know, chi prana and healing with scalar light, as far as you know? Yeah, there, there are. And the, the problem is, doctor, you have to develop instrumentation to control this and to have a, a mastery over this energy. Uh, I'll give you an analogy. If, if you have an electrical instrument that can perform a work function, then you can prove that electri electricity not only exists, but that it is of merit and that it does indeed have its application. Um, uh, if you will, 200 years ago, we, we hypothesized that electricity was real, and we, we we never had the instrumentation to control it. So to answer your question, there are very few people that have been able to harness scalar energy, very few masters, and that's what I'm trying to bring to the attention of the public. If we can master, control this energy, then we could use it to perform uh, work functions to benefit ourselves. That makes sense. That makes sense. So uh, one of the questions that's come up is how is using instrumentation with scalar light different from, say, a field type of device like the Photon Genie or Photon Genius, which, uh, according to the people that make it, can disrupt you know, viruses and bacteria or get the chi flowing back in your body and so on and so forth. Sure, sure. There, there are benefits to using all types of um, um, different instrumentation. Many people have success working with electromagnetic energy and improving human health. I won't discount that. What I, my statement is this, scalar light provides me consummate control over nature as opposed to that of electricity. And what I have found with scalar light, it, it allows me to control the molecular uh, body, the molecular bonds, if you will, of a physical uh, form. I can control the molecular bonds of a virus, a bacterium, or I can control the molecular bonds of a nutrient, such as a, a mineral or, or an antioxidant. So it is with this consummate control that I now can, can direct scalar energy to break apart what is harmful, a toxin or a pathogen, or to create, to assemble in the body what is beneficial such as a micronutrient, uh, a vitamin, or an amino acid. It is this consummate control that scalar light affords that you cannot achieve, you cannot realize readily with the electromagnetic spectrum. Mm, 
I see, I see. So uh, one of the uh, one of the uh, illnesses that people have that are very annoying, maybe not life threatening, but are these chronic viruses that you know hide in the at least from what we're told in med- medical school, you know, hide in the ner- nerve sheaths like um, you know yes. like varicella or chickenpox, herpes, uh, HSV. CMV, like they kind of hide and they're they're kind of tricky. Um, like, why is it that our bodies don't mount an immune response to completely get rid of them, and they keep, you know, cold sores? You know, like why do they keep coming up, and how can scalar energy help potentially? Yeah, you're you're right. Um, our, our body does mount a, a, an immune response. We do have the antibodies to many of these viruses, but in some cases, um, the immune response is either weakened or just um, we have to face it that some viruses, such as the herpes virus or the human papilloma virus, has is, is not been shown to be eradicated by any type of drug or, or um, our, our immune system is just not strong enough to suppress these viruses in many cases. Um, every virus is different. So let me just isolate on one, and you make a good point, Dr. Um, the um, HSV, her- herpes simplex virus, it's been shown to be neurotropic. It attacks the nerves. That's been well established. And what we find with the herpes simplex virus that it does break down the myelin sheath of our nerves. And in so doing, we have perhaps then neurological impairment. Well, that's, that's an established fact. Now, how can I help? Well, with these scalar light instruments, once again, I have consummate control over pathogens, over molecular form. So I have proven that a scalar light instrument can break down the molecular geometry, the molecular bonds of the herpes simplex virus. And if you do that, then the herpes simplex virus simply will disintegrate into smaller proteins, into smaller harmless physical forms. Now, all of this is done by way of these instruments, the scalar light instrument. It's, it's a, if you will, a light therapy. It's, it's non-invasive. And this is the great promise that I see for mankind, the ability to, to break down the molecular structure of infectious agents and do so in a non-invasive fashion, painless fashion. And uh, it, it gives proof, it, it gives credence to the fact that Again, a scalar energy spectrum allows you to have mastery, control over covalent bonds, hydrogen bonds, etc. Now, is there a possibility or risk that if we dissolve or destroy something related to the herpes virus, those bonds, that it would somehow harm a beneficial part of our own bodies that might have similar bonds or things like that? Good point. So what I've discovered with, with this instrument in my work, I can pinpoint a pathogen. And with the modality that I've perfected, um, I'm able to concentrate, pinpoint microorganisms. Now, to extend that, I believe scalar light is responsible for the geometry, for the molecular bonds of everything, for the entire universe. So with this particular type of calibration, the way I've uh, uh, calibrated, programmed my instrument is just to target microorganisms. It does nothing else. So I can assure that I can target a microorganism and then leave the, uh, the rest of the body, the organs, the blood cells, etc., unscathed. It's quite fascinating. Again, it's consummate control that we have over nature. Yeah, so so this is really interesting. Um, there is more and more research recently, I'm sure you're aware of the, the symbiotic, if you will, uh, relationship mm-hmm. between us and other smaller organisms, such as uh, we mm-hmm. call it in the microbiome. So mm-hmm. there are beneficial organisms. And the, the prevailing thought from, like, naturopaths and, you know, people researching those kinds of things is that there are natural commensal organisms in our body that are symbiotic, not necessarily pathogenic. And so we yes. need a balance of those, including fungal and mold and things that we you know, normally would say would be bad if they were overgrowing. So yes. how does the device or whatever you know, that, that you've invented um, assure that balance uh, so that we don't destroy everything that is maybe possibly good for us in some way? Yeah, good point. So the way I direct this instrument, the way I instruct it, 
I actually have to take a magnified photograph of a microbe, of a microorganism. And I actually introduce that magnified photograph of a microorganism into my instrument. So the photograph, which is a representation of light, the photograph of a microbe serves as the instructions for the instrument to destroy that microbe, that pathogen. Now, I've gone through my library of photographs, so to speak, and what I have is a collection of parasites, of pathogens in my library. I do not treat per se, I do not work on a probiotic bacteria, such as lactobacillus. So the ability to program this instrument by way of a photograph of a pathogen allows me to target that pathogen and only that pathogen. I see, I see. Uh, and so if there's, um, say, a mutation, uh, say coronavirus is so many different strains, right? Would you need the exact strain photograph in order to target you, that particular one? You would not, and that's a great question. Anytime I target any virus, um, all I need is a what is known as a transmission electron micrograph, which shows the RNA or the DNA of a virus. And when I introduce that transmission electron micrograph into my instrument. My instrument will look at the DNA or RNA of a virus. And what is, whatever is photographed on that micro photograph will be disassembled, will be uh, destroyed. So when I'm working with this instrument, no matter how many times we see a strain that's gonna mutate over a flu season or over the years, there is still some common homology of that DNA an RNA found on my photograph, on my magnified photograph of that virus. Hence, a photograph of a virus will allow me to destroy most of the uh, genome of a, of a virus, even though that virus has had various mutations over the years. It's, it's quite fascinating because the instrument does what I tell it to do. And whatever uh, genomic structure that I instruct this instrument to destroy, it will do so. Hmm, that's really interesting, especially since uh, I, I don't know whether you saw that very, very controversial uh, video that went viral uh, of uh, my colleague, Dr. Thomas Cowan. And he wrote several books. I had just interviewed him like little over probably a few weeks ago about the um, water and the, can the new cancer biology of water. And uh, sorry, the, the the biology of water and cancers, and uh, he was talking about how some of these what we consider viruses are possibly exosomes from our own cells, like debris that of of RNA pieces of RNA or DNA that we literally poop out, if you will, of our own cells, and they're not really viruses. So some of them are, some of them aren't. Um, and I was like, well, gee, if uh, and I also was looking at this, um, Bruce Lipton had this uh, really great series, Inner Evolution, so I'm watching that now, and he's talking about how, you know, there's, they thought when they were going to um, figure out what the whole genome is, like the genome project yes. for humans, they're going to find hundreds of thousands of genes, you know, so they start with this worm kind of thing, and it's like 20,000 genes, right, and they start right. with, and then they go to something more complex, and it's 15,000 genes, and they're scratching their heads, and they're like, well, humans got to have a lot more genes. Then they, 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 you know, figure out what the human genome is. It's still 20,000 genes. So That's if right. you have similar genetic material of viruses, how does your machine know to destroy just the viral genome, DNA, RNA, you know, based on that picture versus humans since we sure. share the same genetic material? Sure, sure. When I introduce a photograph of a, a virus into the instrument, the instrument now, again, all of this is done by way of light interpretation. This is not any human uh, ingenuity here. All of this is done by way of light. The instrument will look only at that virus and will destroy only that genetic code found in that virus. I've not found that this instrument will, will destroy what might be considered uh, favorable probiotic in the, in the body probiotic bacteria because we're not targeting that. And some people say that there, there are retroviruses in the body that, that are favorable to the body. Well, I simply don't target those. So I, I can't stress this enough. 
if I introduce into my instrument a photograph of the herpes virus, that is what will be destroyed. That is what will be, um, if you will, shattered, disintegrated, and nothing else. So this is the uh, this is the control. This this is the mandate that I have with this energy, and it's it's really again consummate control over nature because the instrument does what I tell it to do. Now, what is the instruction? Once again, doctor, the instruction is a photograph of a pathogen whereby this instrument will only seek to unbind, to disintegrate, to fragment that pathogen and leave the rest of the body unscathed. Mm, that is so interesting. Now, one of the questions coming up is around safety, not, not based on what we were talking about, but is it possible, theoretically, is it possible for someone with negative or ill intent to program a machine, like a scalar light machine, to destroy something that is beneficial for humans, like a photograph of a yeah. person, for example. You know, I, I have to say yes to that. And let me, let me give you the, the thinking of my predecessor. Nikola Tessa developed in scalar energy instruments, but he never released the schematics. He never released the details because he knew that in the wrong hands, this would be used mm-hmm. improperly. To, to harm. Now, I myself follow in that line. You know, these, this is not a toy. This this provides direct control over nature. So I will not release the schematics. I, that's not my point. My point is to introduce to mankind the benefits of this energy, of this light spectrum that I consider to be divine. But to to, the, to speak to that point, doctor, um, it's not a toy. I will not release the schematics. And yes, th- this um, has to be used appropriately. This could be used in a nefarious intent. Mm. Yeah, that, thank you. Thank you so much for that. And uh, so are you the only person that can program the instruments? Currently? That's correct. Um, as, as far as I'm concerned, my instruments are custom built. As far as I'm concerned, I'm think I am the only person in the world that's doing this. I've not seen anybody in the world duplicate my work. Now, that doesn't discount private research. I, I don't know uh, uh, the, the entire world, uh, world scale of research, obviously, but uh, nothing has been made uh, apparent to me from the, the general public that anybody is duplicating my work. So my instruments, to speak to the point, my instruments are custom built custom built. And secondly, I don't I don't sell these instruments and I'm certainly not going to share the schematics. So I do believe my work right now is unique. Mm, okay. So how does someone take advantage of your technology or your built that that uh, the whole healing of a say herpes virus or HSV or or Lyme, which is a biggie, right? So in our right, US right. Lyme is huge. Right. Well, I I want to make this uh amenable to everybody in the world. My, my vision is, a, is global healing through this type of scalar light uh, modality. And to that point, I offer anybody in the world free sessions. If you visit our website, um, anybody can sign up for 15 days of free sessions. And I do that because I want to introduce this to mankind. And I, I want this to be very simple, easy, and uh, if you will, to eliminate any uh, barrier, or any obstacle. So first, we start off with free sessions. And if people like that, then we have a, a, a retail uh, a menu that they can offer. But it's key. It's, doctor, it's key to me that first we offer everybody in the world at least one free session so that they can experience this. This is new. It's different. It's avant-garde. I understand that. And that's why I want everybody in the world to to try this at least once a free session. I I make no bones about that. Hmm. Wow, that's very generous. I I can't imagine how you would have time to do so many free sessions. (laughs) How does that work? uh, That's a great question. You're, You're asking really acute questions. I like that. When I work with this instrument, again, well, maybe I should make this apparent. Um, I work with people remotely by way of their photograph. In other words, when people um, sign up for a scalar light session, I work remotely by way of their photograph. So I work with people by an email photograph because the instrument acts like a satellite and I can send energy to anybody in the world remotely by way of their photograph. 
So if, if you consider that, then I could easily work with 100, 1,000 people a day by way of their photograph. And to explain that concept, in a scalar dimension, it's, it's quantum entanglement. Everything is pre-connected. So when I introduce a photograph of a person into my instrument, it's a, a person's photograph, if you will, is now within that matrix or some people consciousness or the zero point field. And within that energy field, within my instrument, I can send energy. I can send a signal to anybody in the world by virtue of their photograph. Their, so their photograph represents their energy signature. And the instrument working like a satellite can send a favorable energy to them. Ah, I see, I see. So would you need to then know the diagnosis for the person in order to send the right frequency? Yeah, no, and that's another great question. So I never diagnose. Uh, by the way, I'm not a, a medical doctor. I'm a scalar energy researcher. So when people send me a photograph, what I have done, I've calibrated this instrument to um, uh, work on to disassemble now potentially hundreds of thousands of different species of viruses, bacteria, fungi. So I work with everybody in a universal fashion. I, that is, I work with everybody identically. And when people send me their photograph, I simply scan, if you will, uh, this instrument. And, and in so doing, I can send the, the necessary intelligence to break down thousands of different species of viruses, bacteria, fungi, et cetera, what's considered to be parasitic or, or pathogenic in the body. Interesting. So, for example, if Susie Jane and you know has some issues, and Bob Smith has a different issue. When you scan right. their photograph, that machine is able to pick out which frequencies, if you will, or which light yes. uh, that Susie needs versus Bob. Yes. Yes. Right? That's how that? specific. Yes. Perfect. Great analogy. And let, let me give you another analogy. If you have a satellite, a low Earth orbiting satellite, and that satellite can send millions of, of signals to cell phones and TV dishes. Well, that satellite can pick out each person's cell phone or, or a GPS unit or a satellite. My instrument can send out signals and it's the energy that does the work. It's, this is much, much, it's beyond human thinking, if you will. So it's not my, if, if you will, a flatus. To the contrary, it's a scalar light instrument that can pinpoint um, a, a person, target a person, and then send the necessary, what I would call, instructions to break down the viruses, bacteria, and fungi in the body. It, it really is an intelligent instrument working through this field of consciousness or the quantum field. And again, we can find a person by way of their photograph. So the instrument really works like a global satellite. All I need is a photograph, and I could work with anybody in the world. That's so interesting. And does it matter when the photograph was taken? No, very good point. Because a person's body signature, a person's light signature is, is the same throughout their life. It does not change. Everybody has a unique light signature, just as everybody has a unique fingerprint. So regardless of how old a photograph is, it still represents your unique light character, your unique light signature, and the satellite, so to speak, can find you. Ah, okay, okay. So the instrument that you're talking about is, is specific for pathogens, and do you have different instruments for different purposes? Yes, that, yes, I do. Yes, I do. So I have one instrument that is specific for pathogens, for, for parasites. And then I have other instruments that are specific to the ability to assemble uh, molecular states, if you will, of antioxidants, amino acids, fatty acids. So again, it's our consummate control uh, over nature. So one instrument will break down molecular forms of pathogens. Another instrument will assemble, will create the molecular forms of vitamins, minerals, amino acids. And this is all the engineering that I've um, that I've had to to work with over the years. And again, following great inventors such as Tesla and another one by the name of Hieronymus, you can you can glean or at least understand what these great inventors have done, and then duplicate their 
their instrumentation. And with that, you can indeed control physical form. Very, very interesting. Um, how, how many machines do you actually have? I mean, you must have one I, tuned to one thing, one tuned to another thing. I, I have over 45 instruments. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, so share with us some of what the other, like what some of the other instruments do. Okay. Uh, we, we have a, 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 a therapy, a session called natural foods. So now put this into motion. What you tell the instrument, it will repeat okay so i take natural foods now doctor i take photographs of natural foods let's say i take a magnified photograph of uh, a peach a, a fruit or a magnified photograph of broccoli and i place these photographs inside the instrument now the instrument is being instructed by a peach or a broccoli and what will the instrument do will recreate will assemble the phytochemicals found in peaches, the phytochemicals found in broccoli. Call that a natural foods therapy in which I can download into the body the energetic pattern found in food and simply reproduce that, that, that molecular state by way of these instruments. So the instrument does what I tell it to do. If I introduce into the instrument a magnified photograph of a natural food, the instrument will recreate that molecular structure inside a person. Oh, the, you know, it's really interesting is that uh, my understanding is that, uh, I was, you know, talking earlier about Bruce Lipton, he was saying that um, frequency, you know, light, energy, is so much more efficient than the actual biochemical signal. Like there's some waste yes. there. So it sounds yes. like we don't, in some ways, like do we even really need to eat? Like do we really need food or do we really need to reassemble food if it's the frequency of the benefits of the food that we actually need? Uh, I'll, the great question. You're, here, asking, folks. <laughs> you're, you're, asking, you're asking super questions. You're re really penetrating the essence, doctor. Uh, many people who work with me, and they're on this natural foods therapy for two or three months, they see that their appetite is diminished and that they can reduce their food intake. Now, that's many people, not everybody across the board. So what is my point? Once your body has the proper nutrition, there's a, there's a trigger. There's a point of, of being satiated, if you will. And I experienced this myself. Now, I, I don't recommend this, but I usually miss one meal a day because I am working with myself with natural foods therapy 24 hours a day. And I am not hungry. And one of the reasons I'm not hungry is it, it, my body has a trigger. And if my body realizes it's receiving the nutrients that it needs, press the appetite. So I've seen this with myself and many people that I work with have seen this in their constitution, that they're able to miss a meal because they're receiving the nutrients that they need 24 hours a day by this therapy, natural foods. Now, I am not saying that natural foods therapy by way of skin life replaces food. I still eat. But I will say that I have reduced my food intake and I am not as hungry as I used to be. And many people have, have uh, uh, reverberated uh, my, my posture. You know, that makes a lot of sense to me in my personal experience, and I've been sharing this with some of my Light Warrior Network uh, friends and, and colleagues and, and um, my, my tribe, of course, is that uh, I was telling, you don't know this, but I was telling the story where you know, we were having all this increase in spiritual energies about four years ago. It uh, really seemed really big to me. Like I'd literally wake up the next day and feel like different, uh, and uh, I would also gain a couple of pounds, and I thought, well, this is odd, like, what's going on, and, and so, you know, I thought, okay, well, I'm not changing my exercise, I'm not changing my diet, um, and so when I was, you know, having these conversations with God, so to speak, at the zero point, and I was, the answer was water, and I was like, it's water? I'm like, why am I getting water? But the thing is, it wasn't, as a medical doctor, I knew it wasn't the pathological kind of water, it wasn't like ascites or, or edema in the legs, like, not that kind of water. 
Um, so then I read Gerald Pollock's book, The Fourth Phase of Water, and I was like, mm. oh, it's exclusion zone water. It's high crystalline light water. And I was like, oh, you know, because some of us have really, you know, soul types from angelic souls, starseed souls, we're from other planets, that kind of thing. So some of us collect a lot of, or make, I should say, a lot of this water to hold the information, to hold the light. We, we, do, we process very quickly. So long story short, it wasn't until last year when I, I was doing a skating competition, I decided, well, I'm going to do you know, this, this HCG diet that I did previously, it's like homeopathic and very safe. And I had done it several times successfully. So I did it and I released 13 pounds. But what was really interesting after that is that I did this like bone broth kind of cleansing kind of diet thing. And I love, you know, bone broth. And it turns out that when I finally got the, you know, I, I finally asked, okay, this is really interesting. I can work out really hard and not feel hungry. Then it really, and then it dawned on me, why don't I just ask how many calories I need? And it was so much less than what the nutritionist said four years ago. And that's right. why my, my body could not process the food fast enough to also process the light coming in, if that makes any sense. Yes. So I've been that's, able to that's brilliant. size because I am now not needing to eat physically as much food. Uh, and, you know, be able to, to work out, you know, difficult, like CrossFit stuff, like learning new stuff, my body's doing better. And now I, I'm still making more easy water than the average person. And, uh, you know, it, it's slight, a cha- slight challenge, but it's so much easier. And that experience that you're having of just not really having to eat as much uh, is like, wow, I think we're like becoming more breatharian, if you will. I, I think it's kind of interesting. It's fascinating. A lot of people, um, a lot of people that I work with, they they mimic that. They say, "Tom, I feel like a breatharian that I don't have to eat so much." Now, if if you're mindful of your diet, and you realize that you can have um, this ability to cut back on your food intake, yes, it does work. And uh, this this is the new. This is the future, Doctor. This this is what I see for mankind. We don't necessarily have to, to 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 eat as much as we used to. If we can supplement our diet with scalar light, I think we're gonna have a more perfect nutrition. Now again, I'm not replacing food. Food is crucial. Food is your number one source of nutrition. But I am saying Probably in my estimation that light, scalar light, is the perfect supplement for a diet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it does make sense. You know, when I'm, uh, I'm going through Gerald Pollack's book with more detail, and he's talking about how water literally can hold information and energy, especially in this mm-hmm. EV zone type of thing. And so that makes sense that if we can harness that kind of energy. He says it's sort of like uh, photosynthesis, you know, like like mm-hmm. we think photosynthesis is only in plants, you know, but he says, well, well, wait a second, water actually absorbs infrared energy and other types of energy as well, and we're 70% or more water as humans. So we mm-hmm. could potentially do something similar to what plants do with photosynthesis. So nobody asked the question, yes. you know, before. Yes. Yeah, that's interesting. Now, Tom, yes. you mentioned earlier about, you know, we talked about disassembling, you know, virus particles and bacteria, that kind of thing. The two questions that are coming up is, number one, what about the, uh, the die-off reaction and detox and all the dead stuff that, that mm-hmm. might happen? And maybe uh, when I've done healings, uh, like personalized healings on people, uh, we've noticed that for certain things that sometimes the, um, the residual, let's just say, the, from dead bodies <laughs> of the fungus, whatever, sometimes cause itching and other issues. So your experience? Yes. Um, again, now consider we're working at the quantum state. We're not working with chemicals. We're not working with anything that, that's physical. What do I mean? Energy, light, is non-physical. So when I work with this instruction, scalar instructions, I simply tell the body to break apart, if you will, a pathogen or a toxin. So if you can take a pathogen and then break it down into smaller, simpler, harmless proteins, or take a toxin and break it apart into elements, you don't have a die-off because you're not killing an organism, you're, you're actually changing its molecular structure in an instant. 
So there is no die-off. There is no chemical release because you're transmuting. You're changing one physical form to another physical form. I never experience a chemical die-off because I'm not using chemicals and there is no die-off. We simply change the molecular structure of a pathogen. The pathogen ceases to exist. We change the molecular structure of a toxin. The toxin ceases to exist. So literally now, and, and try and put yourself into this in a microscopic viewpoint. If you're inside a cell, uh, let's say a bacterium or inside the endotoxin of a bacterium, and you see the releasing the, of the chemical bonds, the covalent bonds, the ionic bonds, then that bacterium and that endotoxin break down into smaller harmless particles. And that's what we do. So the bacterium no longer exists and the endotoxin no longer exists. It almost seems like if there are, obviously there are, there are shared components, whether it be amino acids, proteins, whatever, of bacteria uh, and humans, like is it possible that these disassembled pieces will actually be used for building our own bodies? Just curious. Yes. Yes, doctor. I'm glad you see the full circle here. So if we could take something that's harmful, say a virus, and then release the hydrogen bonds, and we, the nucleotide falls apart, the genomic structure falls apart, and what do you have? You, you have nothing but proteins left over. Then the body takes those proteins and reuses them for health, for rebuilding the body. This is what I've seen with people around the world. So we take something that's harmful, use it into a series of proteins, and then the body was most likely is going to reuse those proteins as building blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Now, uh, now I, I don't know if you are uh, familiar with uh, Dr. Dietrich Klinghar. I met him many years ago and went to one of his yeah. uh, conferences. And uh, at that time, there's certain uh, people that he had speaking who were taking a risk to their license to be able to speak out against mycotoxins and EMFs yes. and all sorts of things. And uh, one of the things I learned that was new to me, uh, I believe it was through that conference, something about how, like, for example, an overgrowth of fungus, like fungus likes heavy metals. So if someone is high in heavy metals, say mercury, Uh they may have high levels of candida, for example. Um, Now, small levels of candida are probably fine. It maybe, you know, should be there, but high levels, not so much. But if uh, one of the things I learned is if you kill the candida before you get rid of the heavy metals safely, then the heavy metals could be more pathogenic or or not pathogenic, could be more toxic to the person. I'm just curious how that would work with you because we're controlling this, you know, at the quantum level. What if we kill all the the parasites or all the candida, but the heavy metals left over, and then it's going to be more toxic to us? I mean, theorizing here. Right, right. So on a daily basis, I also work with heavy metals. So on a daily basis, I am disassembling mercury, aluminum, cadmium, arsenic, etc. That's that's part of what we call our pathogenic cleanse. So we include that because there is a great there's a plethora ah. of literature about the, the the connection between heavy metal exposure and how that that heavy metal exposure will um, uh, serve to embolden, as you put it, some type of fungal infections. And yes, you have, to, you have to address this holistically. So we not only will break apart, say, candida albicans, but we'll also break apart mercury and aluminum and, and arsenic and cadmium, et cetera, that uh, many of those heavy metals are associated as feeding upon or at least abetting that life cycle. Great. That sounds wonderful. Now, I just I popped into my mind this, this question, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to ask all this. Okay. So right now, people are concerned uh, not only of COVID-19, but also about the whole 5G thing, that 5G may be really harmful to the grand majority of people. Uh, I believe that it is possible for the human body to evolve to that place where it is not harmful, but that's not going to be overnight for most people. So is right. it possible for your machinery to, um, and we'll have angels here surrounding the answer so that, you know, the powers that be that don't want to know, you yes. know, don't get to know, um, but that is it possible to target those frequencies and disassemble, not disassemble them, but make them less 
harmful either in the body or to, you know, target the satellites, like have a picture of the satellite or a picture of the, say, the vaccine that they want to use right. for COVID-19? Like, can you target that and neutralize its toxicity? Yes. I'm going I'm to, I'll answer your question, then I'll give you an example of what I've seen in my laboratory. So when I'm working with this instrument, it, it's so high powered that I believe it serves to balance our brain waves and it serves to balance our seven meridians or our seven chakras. So what we've seen with many people, now on a daily basis, we perform this function. We call it a, a chakra balance or a meridian balance <clears throat> because this energy, scalar light is the direct interface, as I put it, is the direct connection with our chakras. Why? Our chakras are composed of scalar energy. They're not electromagnetic in character. So if we have seven energy centers, I can guarantee you those seven energy centers are not seven electrical centers. They spin. Well, scalar energy likewise spin. Our seven chakras are seven scalar energy power points. So when I'm working with this instrument for one hour a day, I perform a download, a scalar energy chakra balance on our seven chakras, including our brain waves. Now, this seems to offset the deleterious side effects of electromagnetic smog, electromagnetic pollution. Many people say that that during the chakra balancing, they feel a state of tranquility. And I will go as far to say that someday it will be proven a chakra balancing with a scalar light instrument will offset um, a, a lot of this negative energy, whether it's you live close to high tension wires or whether you're around a lot of computers or, or if 5G is now an emerging problem for mankind. And, and from the evidence that I've read, it is a problem for mankind. Now that's my answer to the, to the question. And here's my example. When I take my cell phone into my laboratory, my cell phone is, if you will, overwhelmed with scalar energy. Scalar energy will negate my cell phone. If I hold my cell phone close to a scalar energy instrument, it will not function. If I really? take my laptop, it won't. It, it, will, it will override it. It will override it. If I take my computer in my laboratory, and many times I've, I've taken my laptop computer and I have a camera on my computer and I show people my laboratory, my computer will start to malfunction because a scalar force field overrides my electromagnetic force field, the electromagnetic circuitry in my computer. So what is my point? In a high-powered scalar energy environment, you can override a cell phone, you can override a radio, you can override a computer. It is the, the uh, if you will, restorative energy of scalar energy that takes place that supplants electromagnetic energy. Now, if I can override and negate an electromagnetic signal in my phone or in my computer, imagine what I can do when I'm working with people for one hour a day. And one hour a day, we perform this chakra balance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cool. Now, uh, the, the, the instrumentation, um, you're talking about, you know, we take the photograph and, and, you know, you program it with the photographs of, say, viruses, et cetera, or heavy metals, that kind of thing, and then you can tr so-called treat people with their photograph. So could you, like, tr like potentially treat, like, all the 5G antenna and, t and towers in the entire world <laughs> if you knew what they looked like by a photograph? I, I, Theoretically. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I would say eventually, my instrument, I don't think is that strong, but eventually you, you could create a, a, a instrument, a scalar light instrument to negate electromagnetic energy. And, and Tessa and others propose that scalar energy in really a, a very strong signal would even correct radioactive substances, that, that a radioactive substance would be rendered harmless because you would stop that decay. In other words, radioactive decay in a perfect scalar energy environment is impossible. So if we, we can reverse radioactive decay, and I think we can, and if we can negate the, this uh, deleterious um, side effect that we're having from so much electromagnetic smog, once we really understand the scalar energy spectrum, we will see that it is king. 
and that um, electromagnetic energy really is inferior energy. It is harmful energy as opposed to scalar energy, which really is the life force energy that is benign and is indeed life-giving, life-enhancing. So I think the world will eventually realize that, uh, as I call it, electromagnetic energy is, is dirty energy. I'd much rather work with scalar light, which is divine, immaculate energy. Right. Yes, myself as well. Uh, what about um, scalar energy and cancer? I know that sometimes it's very uh, tricky to talk about cures, prevention, treatments of any disease if it's not a medication because the FTC and FDA can come down on a company on that. So mm-hmm. we have to be careful about how we talk about it. So could you comment a little bit about cancer and, and someone that might be wanting scalar sessions with you? Sure. I, I do not have the cure for cancer. So if if you're facing cancer, I, I don't have an immediate means to help you to cure cancer, to eradicate cancer. What what I can help with is this. Let, let's take the um, let's take the Epstein Barr virus. We have evidence on our website from people around the world who had Epstein Barr, and they actually had diagnostic tests to prove that after a scalar session, we've been able to eradicate the Epstein Barr virus. Now, if we can do that then many forms of cancer, such as throat cancer or uh, Burkett's lymphoma, have been attributed to Epstein-Barr. So my point is this. If we can eradicate these harmful viruses and bacteria and parasites from the body, we should be able to prevent some forms of cancer. That's my contention. Mm, I see. I see. Got it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Now, uh, one of the questions is, do you have any, some sort of lab proof of eradicating parasites or cancers? So you just, you just alluded to that. So I thought I'd, I'd ask I, the question. I, I do. If you visit my website, we have over 100 diagnostic tests from clinics around the world that people submitted. I, there, I had no uh, hand in this, if you will. So it was a, a free will gesture from many of the people that we've worked with, and they've given us a, a a uh, accompanying written statement that they once had the Epstein-Barr virus and here's the test result and they no longer have Epstein-Barr in their body or they they once had herpes or HIV and here's the accompanying lab report showing that uh, no viral load for herpes or for HIV. So the the key is this I, and I believe yes it is. It, it's very exciting and and I hope I hope the world would support this and, and, and wake up to the fact that how beneficial scalar light really is and, and what this means to mankind. Again, my website is scalarlight.com. Look at the website. Look at the diagnostic test on the website, and then you Where draw your conclusion. Found? Which link? Is that the, under the or about? Or? Yeah, the te- my main website is scalarlight.com. It's S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. And you'll find hundreds of diagnostic tests from people around the world. And you'll see the, the good news. You'll see what we're doing. Oh, that's exciting. Great. So, again, scalar is spelled for everyone on the call and on the replay, S-C-A-L-A-R. Okay, it's A-R, light, all mm-hmm. one word, dot com. And then yes. uh, we were talking about just now uh, you know, labs, stuff like that, so that you would find that under testimonials. And, of course, I'm just there right now. And you've got tons and tons of pages to go through. <laughs> yes. That's yeah, a we, lot of pages. Yeah, of yeah, we do. Thank you for, for mentioning that, Doctor. We, you know, this, I've been at this for years. This is not my first day at the bank, so to, be, so to speak. So yeah. it's, not my first day at the, it's not my first day at the office. So. We have testimonies from, and lab reports from people around the world that show that we can eradicate pathogens. Yeah, that is so awesome. Now, share with us a little bit about how people work with you. We mentioned about how they can go and get a free session to try that out. Then after that, what happens? Like, is there a prescription? Like, you recommend this, 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 if people want to keep working with you, or is it depending on sure. their symptoms? Sure. Again, the website, scalarlight.com. Look at the website. At the very top is a red banner. It says free trial. You can send in 20 photographs of family and friends. Just get their permission. And we will work with you remotely. Again, we work with people remotely by way of their photograph. The instrument works like a satellite. And after 15 days, we let you make that decision. Do you think this has improved your health? Do you think this is of merit? 
And if so, then we have a, a, a retail menu that you could visit and we have discounted rates for groups. The, the key point, once again, doctor, I want to make this simple, easy, painless. And that's why we offer everybody in the world, you can mark my word, every, anybody in the world can visit the website and sign up for one free session. I won't question who you are. Uh, don't send me your medical records, I'm not interested. And what we do with you over the course of 15 days, there are three modalities. We call it the trinity of modalities, therapies. It's a, uh, a germ cleanse, a pathogenic cleanse, a chakra balancing, and the ability, the third modality, the ability to create, to bind, assemble micronutrients in your body. So germ cleanse, chakra balance, nutrient program. Great. So someone that has, uh, you know, in, in infections, either known or unknown, so especially some people with chronic illness, like I used to have, uh, you know, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, people that are EMF sensitive, I think that's mm-hmm. really great, right? Because you talked about how the chakra balancing can be supportive of being yes. more resilient to uh, EMF uh, frequencies and uh, the negative aspects of the EMF light and things like that, uh, and then the nutrient piece. And uh, so, is there any like um, like uh, promises, claims, and things that people should know about uh, rules, that kind of thing? Um, I I can't make claims, and I I think we know the the political nature of not only the the medical field today, but of of so many. Um, uh, of, of so many attempts to bring forward new and groundbreaking research. I will let you go on the website and you could read the testimonies of people around the world and look at the, the diagnostic test and you'll make that decision on your own. Then if you feel comfortable, sign up for the free trial. Again, it's simple. It's private. Do not send in your medical records. We do not diagnose. We simply work with this universal protocol. We work with everybody. We send these sessions to anybody in the world. You are treated identically to that of anybody else. And after 15 days, I think you'll feel, you'll feel better and you'll see the merit of what we're doing. Fantastic. That's great. So I'm on that site now where it says free trials. It says upload 25 photos of family, friends, and pets. Only one photo mm-hmm. is needed per person. So if so, somebody asked, "Is there? Can we just? Uh, we had a, a family reunion. Can we just upload that one photo of everyone? Or no? You yes, need you individual can. Photos. You, you can send in group photographs. Just let your family know what's going on. Let your family know that that you're taking it upon yourself and to upload their photographs. We pe- want people to know what we're doing. We want them to to appreciate and say yes to what we're doing. The reason we allow um, so many photographs to be uploaded is some people have extended families, and especially in these times now, they want to protect their extended family, including their pets, by the way. So the, the point of the free trial is to be very simple, straightforward, and it's free. There's nothing to lose. As I say, you only have your germs to lose. That's why we have the free trial. This is the way we present this to mankind, to the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, um, um, it's an open and shut case. I, I want to make this simple without obstacles. Mm, that's great. So one of the questions is like if I, if, for example, I've been exposed to COVID-19 and now after, uh, you know, uh, two-week sessions, I don't have that anymore because it's disassembled, is it mm-hmm. still possible for me to get new pathogens or is there some sort of residual benefit of the original sessions? While you're under our care, we're working with you twice a day, and we perform this germ cleanse twice a day, and you will be free of the common germs known to man, so to speak. If you go off of our program, I cannot make that guarantee. So the scalar light is effective while you're on our program. So what many people do, doctor, is they'll sign up for two or three months, then take two or three months off, then they'll come back for two or three months because they want this as a maintenance program, so to speak. Mm. Okay, great. And so this, uh, this is available to everyone around the world, or are there certain countries that it's, for whatever reason, not permitted? Available to anybody in the world, and I, and I hope those of you in your listening audience, 
will take the website and share it with their family and friends. That's why we that's why we're doing this. My goal, doctor, is to help mankind. Uh, I'm a Christian, I'm a humanitarian, I want to help the world. I am not interested in money. I am not interested in being famous. I I want to help people. This is my if you will attempt to heal mankind. Mm, that's great. So when someone has finished the 15 days, they want some more, uh, when they go to purchase the next, whatever it be, a month or maintenance or whatever, how do they know what to pick in your various different menus? Sure, sure. Um, we suggest people, if they, if they do like what we're doing, to sign up for our newsletter because periodically we uh, perform uh, free sessions. We give away free sessions throughout the course of the year. Now, in total, we have over eight, eight modalities. We have eight different sessions. And I just won't, it's too, it's too cumbersome to speak about all eight now. But our main session that we offer on the website is what we call our standardized session, which we have the germ cleanse, the chakra balancing, and the nutrient program. Sign up for that. That's free. And then if that makes sense and you feel the, the difference, then go to the website and investigate. And if you have questions, call us. We have a support desk that will answer your questions. Got it, got it. Okay, great, fantastic. So I just want to check in for the chat, see if there's any other questions here, because our time is just about up, or see if anyone's hands raised. Just, uh, just you know, in case you did have a question and I missed you, um, to raise your hand, hit 1 if you were on the phone, so 818-514-1190 and hit 1, because right now I don't see it. Uh, I see a bunch of people here, but their hands are not raised at this moment. Is there anything, uh, last thing that you would like to share, Tom, with all of our Listener? You know, you know th thank you for, for the uh, opportunity to speak, Doctor. I, I really appreciate your questions. You you really asked some incredible, insightful questions. Um, my last comment is this: uh, scalar light is an incredible source of energy. I believe it's of a divine character. And remember, light obeys certain laws in nature. Okay, so it's it's not subject to to, to the to, to the whims of mankind. So I have a scalar light instrument that can control nature, and believe it, because that is the property of of light. Light is fundamental, and with this scalar light, we can do so many things that you cannot achieve with electricity. The world will be really flabbergasted to see what the potential is with scalar light. That is fascinating. Oh, we did have one question, and that is, how how does your scalar light machine, how is it powered? <laughs> is it powered sure. by electricity? Sure, sure it is. Yes. What, what my predecessor, his name was Hieronymus, he developed these instruments in which he could take an electrical current and then convert it into scalar, and that's what I do. I take just household current, and I'm able to convert it into a scalar wave. And with that scalar wave, then I can work with people around the world. Again, the instrument works like a satellite. So what I've seen in my laboratory, it really is a, is a, a bi-directional conversion. You can take electromagnetic energy, convert it into scalar, and vice versa. You can take scalar and convert it into electromagnetic energy. Oh, interesting. Cool. All right, awesome. Tom, it's been so great to have you on the show, and thanks for ask, answering all my uh, uh, questions. Uh, that uh, I know some of them were fairly you know, detailed and things like that, and uh, that was super fun. And thank you so much for your free trial as well. I think that's so generous of you and your company, and, and uh, there's so many people worried and anxious about COVID-19 and, and you know, all sorts of stuff in the world, and I think you've given us another ray of hope. So, again, thank you. Thank you. Oh, great. So, uh, oops, we did have one question. Oops, that just showed up. Do you have time, okay. Tom, to answer this question? Yes, yes. We go? Okay, great. Sorry, this is not a very good uh, – I didn't see this because I was on another page. So, area code 630. Hi, who's this? Hello, hello. Hi. Hello, hello. It's Julie. I've just got a question. Hey, Julie. Um, my, I was going to upload my whole Bam Damley. And um, I have a daughter-in-law who's pregnant. Now, it doesn't seem to me that this would harm uh, a fetus, but, um, you know, Great should I Good. subtract Kate from the video or the, the picture? 
uh, I'll answer that. Good question. I've treated uh, infants and I've treated uh, unborn children and and it's uh, no problem. I've never experienced any uh, side effect with this energy. I, I want to underscore you. this. Yeah, I want to underscore this. I firmly believe because of the character of this energy that it's universal. I believe it's from God. And when used appropriately, it can only uh, enhance um, our, our biological uh, function. So to answer your question, I believe this is a divine immaculate energy. And I have worked with infants and the unborn, and it's only been a, a success. Great. I'm sure she would ask that question. Thank you. Thank you for what thank you. you do. Great thank question. You. Thanks, Julie. All right, I'm going to mute you. All right, I want to thank all our listeners as well for tuning in today or if you're listening on the replay. And uh, thank you so much, Tom, for being on the show. Again, the website is scalarlight.com. Check it out. Check out the free trial uh, that Tom's people are going to help us with, um, removing and dissolving pathogens. And this is the perfect timing for (laughs) what's going on in the world. So thank you so much, Tom, and uh, God bless you. God bless you, too. Thank you. I enjoyed myself. Awesome. Me, too. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Until next time.